Guys, I'm going to be super real with you. I just recorded this whole episode and my microphone wasn't working and it completely sped it up. For so- I don't even know how it did this, but it sped it up so I sounded like a chipmunk. And I was trying to be so serious as well. I'd said such a good... Po- oh my God. It's not even funny. Like, why does this happen to me? Uh, oh my... Testing, one, two, three. I sounded like uh, Raquel from, you know, like Barbie Life in the Dreamhouse. I don't know if anyone else watched that. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm in a bit of a messy mood today. Um, is a UK thing? I love being. Da, 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 da. I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. I don't know if it's just an ADHD thing, but I always have like about three different songs and like sections of songs going on in my head at a time and I just keep like repeating them or like a phrase like in an accent that might be weird I don't know let me know I'd be very interested to know if that is anyone else's vibe anyway let's let's get on with the podcast (laughs) I wasn't gonna do the settling into the room thing I was just gonna be like, oh, like, what's the point in that? But I think I actually need to do it. Like, I actually need to settle into the zone. So, <laughs> why don't you do it too? Let's let's take a deep breath. Hold and I'm gonna do one more. And a little body check-in. Um, I feel quite warm, I guess. It's quite a hot day today. But otherwise, I think maybe a little tension in my back, but everything's pretty relaxed. I've had a pretty relaxing, de-stressing morning, so um, that was really nice. So I think I'm okay. And mindset-wise, I'm okay. I think I'm a bit frazzled and I have the potential to go into crazy stuff, but um, I've had quite a relaxing... I've put my energy into making food and nice things today, actually. So I feel all right. I feel good. Okay. I hope you guys feel okay. And if you don't, that's okay. Just let the feelings be there and acknowledge them and almost sometimes I'm just understanding that like your body isn't always okay just like acknowledging that maybe something hurts or is a bit sore or I don't know tender or even just your mind just like acknowledging that like makes it go away or even makes you feel a little bit more like your body's like, okay, she's realised, she knows what she's doing, she knows how I feel now, like, it almost lets things go a bit, I don't know, I just find that. Anyway, in today's podcast, I wanted to talk to you about your inner child. So, I believe that we have lots of parts of ourselves that make up who we are as a person, and explain how we feel and act, and there's maybe fear and jealousy and love and generosity. There's a big part of you that is your age now and a small part of you which is your inner child. 
Your inner child is such an important person to recognize and connect with because they're such a source of like powerful emotions, I believe. Sometimes your inner child can be brought out of you in a challenging way, maybe when you're scared and you feel incapable. And when that happens, I have to remind myself of my capable 19-year-old self who has got it sorted to some degree. Um, But sometimes people are so, I think, disconnected that they don't even see their inner child at all. And I'd strongly suggest that if you feel generally depressed or unsatisfied with life, you're not connected to your inner child or your core wants and beliefs, your inner knowing. And obviously, I'm not saying that it's the only reason why people can be depressed. There's, of course, so many reasons for that and valid reasons too. But I believe that there's no harm in connecting to your inner child. One example of this might be that I was talking to my younger six-year-old cousin and she was colouring in and chatting away and telling me lots of funny jokes and she had such a beautiful sparkle and joy for life. She was uplifting and so pure-hearted and all I could think was I wish that this girl had never, never had any negative thoughts about herself or anyone is like mean to her and makes her feel unworthy because she seriously deserves the world and I had such a big turnaround I realized that my inner little girl who was coloring next to her hears it all and she hears all the negative things I say about myself she's present when I pick myself apart and when I hang around with unhealthy or unkind people She is a victim of the bad choices and decisions I make and she does not deserve anything less than to be treated kindly and her heart to be protected. And it's easy to give love and kindness and forgiveness to others. It's a whole lot harder to give it towards ourselves. And so I think if we can practice sending our inner child compassion and patience, we hear it too. And our self-esteem becomes higher and our love and our compassion for ourselves becomes easier. Another example would be the time I had a psychedelic experience. It's quite a story, so probably won't get into it now. But if you'd like to know the full story time of that, let me know. Um, But basically, I became a child again and I experienced all of the anxiety I had as a child. And it broke through the seal I'd put over my emotions and I was a force to feel them and I had no clue what to do. I was at a friend's house and it was night and everyone was preoccupied. Um, So I panicked and I called my mum to come and pick me up. And that was the most interesting car ride home we've ever had together. But anyway, I became my inner child and I was forced to see how she felt because of the way I'd been treating her and what I'd been putting her through. I like this summary from um, the article by Love and Lemons. Let me just get up. Uh, Basically, she wrote, Reconnection with that subconscious part of yourself to experience the childlike joys of life and address the conditioning we received as children. By doing the work as an adult, you can start to heal from past experiences and deconstruct your views about the world and yourself. 
And Love and Lemons also wrote about some ways you can reconnect with your inner child. And these are some of my favourite I've written down. Um, but don't let this overwhelm you. I know you have busy lives. Maybe just pick like one thing you want to try. <laughs> yeah. So number one is get messy. Give yourself permission to make a mess. Doing something you love, be that baking, painting, doing your makeup, playing with Play-Doh, whatever. Um, number two, treat yourself to something ridiculous, like an ice cream cone the size of your head or a cute stuffed animal that catches your eye. There's no shame in treating yourself to and embracing something silly and it rekindle that Christmas morning type joy from childhood. Find a bouncy house or a fairy themed party, climb a tree or sleep on the other side of the bed. Follow a body scan meditation. As you mature, you lose your primal connection with your body. Follow a body scan meditation on Spotify or YouTube to really feel and experience your body. But I seriously recommend um, the Calm app. It is the most beautiful meditation app ever. I have to say I was the first to discover it in my family way back in the day and I listen to it every night to fall asleep and there are so many types of relaxing and thought-provoking meditations. Seriously recommend it. Um, yeah. Number four, speak your truth. Children don't have filters. While I don't suggest getting rid of yours altogether, Practice being honest about how you feel. Start small by speaking up about which restaurant you want to go to for dinner or turning down a social invitation when you need rest. Number five, take a nature walk. Not a rigorous hike with a destination, but a true nature walk. Pick a local park or trail and take your time exploring your surroundings. Stop to look at flowers, admire the views or listen to birds. Number six, Write yourself a letter. Write a letter to your younger self. Think about what she needed to hear back then. Send her words of encouragement, comfort her, and share with her what your life is like now. Number nine, do something purposefully destructive. When was the last time you broke something on purpose? Shred paper, throw ice cubes at the sidewalk, punch a pillow if you have to. As adults, we learn to repress rage and frustration. Let it out in a physical way. Number 10, speak to your inner child. The next time you find yourself feeling scared or worried, talk to your inner child. Tell her she'll be all right and speak kindly to her. You'd be surprised how much speaking aloud to yourself can calm your nerves. Number 11, try arts and crafts. Let yourself be creative without the pressure to be perfect. Buy a colouring book, make a friendship bracelet or paint a birdhouse. It doesn't have to turn out perfect or even good for that matter. Just enjoy the process. Number 14, dance around the house. Put on your favourite music and dance like nobody's watching because technically no one is. It's a great way to feel in tune with your body and release nervous energy. Number 15, make yourself laugh. Whenever you're feeling tense, put on your favourite funny movie or watch that YouTube video that just never fails to make you laugh. Just like we learn to repress rage, we also learn to tone down our joy. Give yourself permission to laugh. Number 19, rekindle a childhood passion. Number 20, set aside time for daydreaming and visualisation. Number 21, make your favourite meal from childhood. 
I just wanted to put that um, the numbers don't go up in order because I just picked out my favourite ones from the blog by Love and Lemons. So that's why. I don't know if you noticed. Um, but yeah, whatever you decide to do, I hope that you find out something about yourself and your childhood and connect with her or him a lot better. And let me know what you decide to do or if this was useful at all. Um, my DMs on Instagram are always open. And yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode my lovely wonderful people